When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by BarkBox. And Talking Simpsons listeners can go to getbarkbox.com slash laser time and get a free month of doggy delights. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we all have untwistable stomachs. Uh, this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. I am your host Bob Mackey as always. Who else is here with me today? Uh, Christopher Antista. Henry uh, Gilbert with the Checkers Gilbert. Yes, Doggy Heaven uh, Lover Gilbert. The, the mean lassie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes and what this episode is uh, Dog of Death aka the better Bart's dog gets an F. And it And this episode aired on March 12th, 1992, and Chris is going to tell us what happened on this mythical day in the early 90s. (gasps) Oh, man! Uh, Governor Bill Clinton and a pre-HW President George Bush uh, win the South Carolina primaries. Ralph Macchio, Marissa Tomei, and Joe Pesci introduce the world to my cousin Vinny. And Color Me Bad wins the Soul Train Award for Best Single and Song for I Want to Sex You Up. Dang. Did you know that Ralph Macchio was basically 30 by the third Karate yes. Kid movie? He was like 25 in Karate Kid 1. He looks what? like he's 12. He, he was so he? old in that movie. He yeah. looks like the only one who hasn't gone through puberty of yeah. all those adult children. He looks like yeah. the correct age. And he a, does. He's the only one who looks like the And on the age. recent 30 2010, we talk about how in Karate Kid 2, he's put on like 40 pounds of mu- uh, 20 pounds of muscle oh, in puberty. between the two. And <laughs> it's seemingly puberty, but wow, I am shocked to learn that about Ralph Macchio. In, in Karate Kid 3, he's not like uh, obese, but he is like kind of doughy mm-hmm. so he's already like a middle-aged man by the time he's still being called a kid i mean that's what i love about chris pine in the star trek films that he keeps getting doughier <laughs> he, like he's, he's more shatnery uh, than ever is he losing his hair i don't know about that that has to happen the, yeah oh. i mean even shatner got his hair back well yeah um can i play <laughs> just the open tell us what the episode is after i play the lottery commercial go for it i don't need your crummy job mr employer i won the lottery well who needs employees i won the lottery too <laughs> We both won the lottery. Why don't you win the lottery, too? The state lottery, where everybody wins. Actual odds of winning, one in 380 million. <laughs> love this. that, love that, love that. So this episode is about uh, Bart's dog uh, yes. needing surgery, but this is the perfect classic 
unrelated first yeah. act, which I think works well in this case. It's and I, amazing. I like this device because they lay in the important things for mm-hmm. the second and third acts in this unrelated thing, but you yeah. don't know where the episode will take you. I mean, we do, of course, but yes. in 1992, we didn't. And it's great yeah. that this lottery stuff leads to Santa's little helper and, and uh, his to, problem. They get to do every joke about lotteries on a mm-hmm. state level. If you don't live in America, I guess, I, I think in other countries they have, they have state-run, government-run lotteries. And it's in a way I think of it as like the idiot tax. It's yes. Like, like my parents played the lottery every week, every for years. And if if you told my dad, hey, they're gonna tax you twenty five hundred dollars a year about this, he'd be like, they're never gonna do that. <laughs> but it, but instead, he just fucking gives it to them for the chance to win a million dollars like that. It's ridiculous. We like, do get those crazy things in California, like the Powerball, yeah. like the two hundred million dollar Powerball, yeah. yeah. and, and I, things I, like that. I am. I, I don't buy lottery tickets, but every once in a while, I think like I should be doing that because somebody has to win. Mm. It's like that should actually be the slogan yes. for the for the lottery. Yeah, somebody some, has to win. Why not you? This is going to sound strange, but working in a grocery store opened my eyes to the desperation and sadness of the lottery because. As I was working, I was noticed like, oh, all these people on the last like days of their life, all they're doing is coming in every day and buying lottery tickets. It's like of tickets. it seems like it's made no. for the elderly, like it's an elderly yeah. uh, ripoff scam. I mean, or whatever. What do you need money you know? for if you're that old? Like, uh, yeah. You've actually lived to see your bank account earn interest, which I <laughs> I haven't yet. None of us will. Well, and I've I've read several articles that are profiles of people who win the lottery and won, mm. and it like it it pretty much just ruins your life. It, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it's like, Getting all that money and not knowing how to handle it. The the one yeah. I read that still sticks with me was this man who, this older man in the South, won like over a hundred million dollars, a ridiculous sum of money, and he said like he was going to build this mega church because God was the greatest. And then as he's building this super church, he then becomes like his his kids he spoils his kids and his grandkids rotten and so they become assholes and drug addicts and like wow. accidentally kill somebody and then there's stories of him like just going to every strip club in the state <laughs> and also just him like this disgusting debauchery they mentioned in it is that he goes to a restaurant and there's this woman he finds attractive there with her family he's like if you strip down your underwear right now, I'll give you ten thousand dollars. Wow, like, this is ten thousand dollars right now. And Some burnless level spending. Right? Like and in about, the article, yeah. they talk about how like we're poor. Like ten thousand dollars to us would have paid off, paid all our bills. Like and then some. We'd have been great. And it's nothing to him. Like and he and yeah. I think when you're that rich, it's all about like how can I buy other people's dignity? It exactly. must be so easy. <laughs> oh, it feels so good. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Just like with uh, when uh, Abe Simpson was giving away his money, everyone mm-hmm. in Springfield has ideas of how they want to yes. spend this. I just have to put. I love this this gag with. Barney revealing the sum of money. You know, I heard the jackpot's up to $130 million. $130 million? Did you say $130 million? Yeah! Wow! I love that Barney wow. It's happened like three times this season. I'm falling in love with Barney all over again. I never expected this. It's a very vaudeville thing. Yeah, yes. It seems very Abbott and Costello. They love dusting off those old jokes and putting them in a 90s context. Barney's so great here. I fear that, I think because of their great performance in mm-hmm. Homer at the Bat, that Lenny and Carl are just around the corner to take the Barney lines yeah. from Barney and replace him as Homer's sounding board. But they're, he's still kind of that. Nowhere here. near as dumb and sloppy and drunk <laughs> and screamy. Yeah, yeah. Barney. 
Marty has oh. another great joke in this episode, <laughs> too. Yeah. But I also, I love, you know, we don't see much of Sanjay. Sanjay's pretty much disappeared at That's this right. point. But him just saying, like, don't, when he, uh, Apu's brother. Oh, says, yes. Don't sleep with my wife. I promise nothing. Yes. I literally didn't get that because I did not want to be yelled at again for, like, anti-Brown <laughs> shit. Like, I was about for liking Short Circuit. Uh, uh, we're still on the fence about Apu, I guess. But, uh, um yeah. This this is I love this line from Homer. It's it's so optim unreasonably optimistic. Ever guess what happened, Marge? Are you ready? <laughs> I have a feeling that we may win the lottery. But we never ever. Now I know you're excited. But calm down and listen to me carefully. Go get all your money. I buy one lottery ticket a week with the girls at the hair salon. We each play our birthday, and that's enough excitement for me. You don't understand, Marge. The lottery is the one ray of hope in my otherwise unbearable life. Uh, the lottery in you. That's uh, I didn't even I didn't even know how well that would work in audio form. You can hear Senna's little helper yeah. croaking oh, like in the sound collapsing. Clip. He like collapses yeah. three or four times throughout, like laying the seeds for Acts two yeah. and three. Yeah. It's great. It's great uh, use of him there, and that they they draw him with a gray nose to show him sick or two. Like Radio Bar just shows Springfield acting like collective morons. Mm-hmm. It's yes. awesome. They're just such a mob, and I do love <laughs> the reference to Shirley Jackson's The Lottery, which is uh, a very one of the most famous American short stories are is well. do you have a clip no i don't oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't get it because like i it's, need to look that up because i don't know what that is it's one of many things thrown mm. to the fire yes yes which if, the you see this, uh, the reappearance of bill cosby's fatherhood oh yeah and so, fahrenheit 451 <laughs> very good joke yeah but, what so, i really liked here is is like people in springfield are dumb as we established their education system sucks as last episode mm. but also because of the lottery and people like <laughs> the books in springfield elementary yeah but there's already one big winner our state school system, which gets fully half the profits from the lottery. Just think what we can buy with that money. <laughs> History books that know how the Korean War came out. <laughs> Math books that don't have that base six crap in them. And a state-of-the-art detention hall where children are held in place with magnets. Magnets. Always with the magnets. Now, that's like the first non-Bouvier Julie Kavner voice. I and believe at the Springfield Retirement Castle she played oh, the, she? She played the receptionist. They rarely use like, Julie for other voices. But yeah, it, because I feel like voice, this is yeah. one of the last times she did it. But about Shirley Jackson's uh, The Lottery, real quick. Written in June 1948. Mm. But it is a short story, so... There wouldn't be a book like it's no. like ten pages or something. I mean, if you buy it, it'll be like the, like the lottery and other stories. Or yeah, whatever. that yeah. might be. It. They sell it and, based on the lottery's reputation. Yeah. But it's a great. It's also, pretty much a Twilight Zone. Style. And I had to look this up. The Korean War in <laughs> oh. 1953. Well, Mash yes. was all about that, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, funny. a veiled reference to Vietnam. But, yeah. And I, I went and looked up Base Six Math, and it yeah, was way too complicated for me to understand. Is that but, one of Obama's sinister plots to teach no. our children about the one world government? No, but it, what what the closest thing I could find to the truth of the matter is that like it was a temporary better ma- math system I, this might be unrelated but the great parody songwriter not parody songwriter but like novelty comedy songwriter Tom Lair mm-hmm. who did like the Elements song and things like that he did a song called New Math in the 60s all about what this new math yeah. they were trying to teach kids which they eventually stopped doing I yes. think yeah. and so like the what I did find because I couldn't understand what it meant. Maybe things are in denomination of six. I don't know. I'm I'm an idiot. Don't yeah. don't don't trust me. But that I wasn't saying you're an idiot. But that I am I am a moron. I, I have a math disability. And in, uh, in my college, I never took a math class. Wow. Uh, but it did signify that like 
those books could not get out of poor schools. So oh. before The Simpsons even aired, there were poor, poor schools, and you knew they were poor because they were teaching basic mm. math. Huh. But unfortunately, they did like it would be a school full filled with more minorities at Simpsons in the Springfield. They're all yellow. Would have people. all this. Uh, that's true. They're all Asian. Um, does this joke? Does this? This is one of the best jokes in Simpsons history. If in you're my talking opinion. to King Homer. I am. Yes. But I don't know how it plays in audio, but it's great. There's one great line. So, what are you going to do with your share of the money, kid? Put it in the bank. Give it to the poor. What do kids know about spending money? What are you going to do, Homer? Hmm. <laughs> hey, Homer, what'd you do? Get a haircut or something? Look closer, Lenny. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. You're the biggest man in the world now. <laughs> and you're covered in gold. 14 karat gold? <laughs> Take a high boss. <laughs> I'm running things now. All hail King Homer. <laughs> <laughs> he just is covered in riches and jewels and crowns. Okay, so I love Motivationless how... Motivationless evil is the goal of his money. Homer um, is still covered in gold, but it's actually not the best gold. A 14-carat gold. Yeah. Uh, but the... God, the anime... Like... Top five animated yeah. moments ever in the yeah. series for me is the pan up of yeah. Homer laughing, covered in covered in jewels and gold, yeah, laughing it's, like a mad king. It's beautiful, and that, that I love whole, it so much. It's my favorite fantasy sequence, maybe tied with what happens when he robs the quickie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so when they read off the numbers. It's sad that out of 50 picks, Homer doesn't have a 17 or a 3 on one of them. Not yeah. even on one. That, yeah, I guess that's all you need. I will now draw the first winning number. <laughs> I've got so many tickets I can't lose. The first number is 17. No! You can still win some money if you have 5 out of 6. Woohoo! And the second number is... Three. Don't. Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew he wouldn't win. Well, why didn't you tell the rest of us? Why did you keep it a secret? Jesus. <laughs> he violently throws the TV tray so, across the room. It's I, 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 I just I forgot how how violent he gets yeah, in that moment. Like, I, don't, I don't know about you guys. You had to be ten. Yeah. This this it's was uncomfortable sadistic. for me because yeah. it's too real. Ooh. Like I've definitely seen yeah. a father who. Gets upset about something and uh, like not going his way or or him being wrong about something and instead of like taking it with pride <laughs> or dignity he like lashes out at his family. <laughs> so who can like, I blame this on? Like especially like you had to be ten. Yeah, that like, was kind oh. of like a dark, like sad it's moment. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's the only real dark. Like because I, I tease in the other one, but I just want to say because it it's from the hockey episode mm. and it's just like you better win or I'll kill you, ha <laughs> ha, dad. <laughs> it's, it's, and Bart like flinches yes yeah. as if it's happened before <laughs> that is that episode is the worst Homer has never been worse than that is that the episode. ultimate jerk ass uh, one, one small nitpick did anyone else think the lottery tickets looked weird I always think they look yeah. weird they're like, they're like receipts or something yeah, they, well I think they, they look like literal like Broadway theater tickets yeah and like maybe something was miscommunicated to the animators but they look, they look it looks weird like a small me. playbill and, and quite an act break to say oh the dog is dead yeah <laughs> but before that the one the one who wins is oh, just has to be so talked clever. about I love it. And the final number is 49. 38. <laughs> 49. Oh, my God. I won. I won. <laughs> <laughs> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Ken Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. In other news, uh, 
tragic mix-up today in Cleveland. Many people killed. Uh, goodbye. Just, uh, and the spin on yeah. the chair. Yeah. From the animation of him finding out is, is great to, to frame through yeah. one yes. at a time. It's, it's amazing. It's a beautiful bit. Not only is it a beautiful bit, it's one of the very few pieces of Simpsons continuity because mm, they yeah. kept to this that, that yeah. Ken Brockman is outraged I guess he could be as a weatherman I mean my uh, friend's dad was the the most famous weatherman in my town oh really and, no, I mean he says he has a $500,000 a year yes. job later but it was not a $500,000 yeah. a year job no was no. he still married to Stephanie the weather lady who we Ooh, barely see I don't know. I wonder but, if they were on the uh, but I do yeah. know but they visited his house later on but it's hard to tell if it's the same house or, or smaller but I think they did stick it with him being super rich or just like him. Oh, he did. He, yeah. he, Ken Brockman has been very, very rich ever since. Yeah. But he says he has a 500K salary, mm-hmm. so he's already rich to begin it's true, with. true. It's true. Yeah. Maybe that's just... Especially in a podunk town like Springfield. I, just, I could, I could have really sworn nice. his, like, his massive winning is mentioned again. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when they end the act break with saying, your dog is dead. Oh, wait, got it? Oh, well, we lost the money, but at least we've still got each other. Hey, the dog's dead. <laughs> Uh-oh. So he's not breathing. He's not breathing when they draw it. And then when they come back, he's breathing again. And as a kid, I definitely thought, that's a fucking cheat. You drew him differently. And You're just now, like Kathy Bates in Misery. Yeah, well, now I see as a grown-up, Lisa voices that and says, like, no, he's not dead. No, you th- lied. <laughs> like, you lied to the audience. And oh, said he's was that dead. how you read it? That's how I read it now. I'm just huh. saying, like, Because oh, the sequence okay. is overly long. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why would I, if I was syndicating the show for, with more commercials, I would cut this part. I but think, that makes a lot more and sense. And then everyone yells at Grandpa yeah. and he leaves. I think it was them commentating on, like, we did cheat you. We said yeah, he was okay. dead and drew him as dead, and he isn't. I can so. definitely read it as that this time. But yeah. they, could, yeah. they got to at least meet the most awesome veterinarian of all time. Yeah. <sighs> this is the part of the job I hate. Hey, you did the best you could. <sighs> I love animals. <laughs> I spend my life saving them, and they can't thank me. Well, the parrots can, but anyway, let's see what's wrong with this little fella. That's after he like uh, does a three-point shot with a hamster into a garbage yeah. can. The animation on that, for some reason, is my favorite. It so looks good. so squishy. It looks like I threw a boglin up against uh, the wall. The foley is great, too. Yeah. I don't know what they threw against whatever, but this is a parody of a, of a the, the show Ben Casey, which was a, a doctor show in the 60s, ran for about six years. Yeah, the character I, and the music is a parody of that I show. Never, I still have not seen one I've, frame of that show. It might all be on YouTube for all I know, but it's never been. I, I mean, when I was watching Nick and Night a lot, I never saw this yeah, at all. Yeah, it was, even though it aired like 157 something episodes my yeah. my parents were the one my mom told me like oh that's a ben casey guy i was like who now and i was somebody who watched nick at night all the time but it wasn't on nick at night and uh yeah that he's drawn to be the same and he would come back in the april fool's day episode oh, right as the doctor who goes from being a veterinarian to an actual doctor so he fell out of dentistry, dentistry school, school became a veterinarian but then actually became a doctor after yes, that wow yeah. what a path that the guy took who doesn't have a name i think and uh no okay. but 750 dollars is how much it is and so yeah he's twisted stomach I'm afraid that your dog has a twisted stomach he needs an operation to correct it or he'll die how much will it cost? $750. Oh, dear. This is never an easy decision. It's an awful lot of money. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll have to talk it over. Talk what over? What's there to talk about? Mm. This has not happened to me. I, I mean, um, I, I assume you guys might have stories. It looks like I'm, I'm seeing yeah, some sure. remembrances see it on happening. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Not but, not me. I, like, I, I know my my friend whose mother had a, they had a ton of cats. Mm. And cats... 
are abundant and cheap and get sick constantly and are totally not worth saving. But, <laughs> and they require very expensive kidney surgery yep, a lot of the yeah, time? All yeah. the time, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I this is something that makes me feel who different. Just, who just texted me, yeah, they had a... They were the family was even having money problems, but the mother's like, "We gotta save this cat," and they do. Mm. And they, whenever you see, he used to be like the cat was like drooling; it would like fall off shit. It was uh, hilarious. Geez. It was hilarious. I wish they had never Cat's changed drunk. it. And then, and then it became okay, and then they mm. referred to it as the five thousand dollar kitty <laughs> with uh, with anger and vitriol. Yeah, yeah seven fifty seems like a steal now, based yeah, on se- what people tell me. Seven fifty is such a like specific number that could bankrupt the Simpsons, but I think this is one of the last times they seriously treated the idea of you're they are out of money and they have to cut back on something. Yeah. This was a plot in like four other episodes we've done. The last one was uh, Burn Sells the Plant, in which yeah. it's very very similar in which they all cut back on something except in this case Homer does not drink beer in, yeah. the, in that episode he was like I'm not doing that yeah in that one and in Lisa's Pony when they're like you're gonna oh. have to stop drinking oh. beer nah I won't be doing that wow okay so uh, I forgot I just, about I that one his, his yeah. reaction it, I can't tell if they didn't want to animate anything but you have to stop drinking beer <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but so no with me my family like we we would get the operations I was a little better my family was a little better off mm. but we didn't get pets until like uh, well we had we had dogs when I was a little kid and once they both got like inoperable they had had operations but neither survived their surgeries but very funny uh, <laughs> but then in my teens we got that. these two cats and you know when they needed surgeries we got them and I was definitely on Bart's side then of just like well, what's there to talk about it's a living thing that lives yeah, with us and member. if we can yeah we got to keep it. But now on the other side of things is somebody who would actually have to spend the thousands of dollars. I don't know what I do. Like, I don't even want pets to make yeah, that choice. I, I, and it, it is a dark way of thinking of just like, well, there's eight million cats out there. I'll just get another damn cat. But, but I also love pets and yep. they are very special. I don't know what I do. Like I, yeah. that, I don't You're know forgetting what I do all case. about doggy heaven. Ooh. I can't help but notice <laughs> we're leaving the hospital. When's the dog going to get his operation? Uh, Later. First, I want to tell you about the most wonderful place in the world, Doggy Heaven. In Doggy Heaven, there's mountains of bones, and you can't turn around without sniffing another dog's butt. And all the best dogs are there. Old Yeller and about eight lassies. Is there a doggy hell? Well, of course. There couldn't be a heaven if there weren't a hell. Who's in there? Oh, Hitler's dog and that dog Nixon had. What's his name? Uh, Chester. Checkers. Yeah. Lisa knows. One of the nasties is in there, too. The mean one. (laughs) <laughs> One that mauled Timmy. This I, is a very life and hell scene in which a, yeah. an adult is lying to a child and the child is asking questions the adult can't answer. And I, he has to keep making new stuff up. I don't have anywhere else to mention this, but I've become I, I'm still on my trial of sling television, so I, I haven't watched television in like six years live. And I'll just so if I'm just working on a laptop, I'll put on TCM all day. And there was a movie called Son of Lassie. I think mm. one of the first color films. Didn't it's, Lassie start as a series of films before? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought so. And, it, and it, Lassie literally fights Nazis. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. I, it's terrible, but it's great. Uh, it's amazing that Lisa knows Checkers, mm-hmm. which if you're not a political junkie or political historian, you don't know who this is. But it, uh, this, I believe, it was in the run up to Eisenhower with him on the with Richard Nixon as vice presidential candidate with Eisenhower. Where mm. they were saying that he was taking bribes. That was one of the things that he had been taking kickbacks, bribes, political payoffs. And he had this this amazing speech at the time where he talked about how like uh, he oh, refuted everything yeah. and said the only gift he'd ever gotten was a 
dog named Checkers, <laughs> who his kids love, and please don't blame this on don't old Checkers. But like, like you said, 700 bucks. Honey, $750 is a lot of money. We really can't afford this operation. You're going to just let him die? I know you're upset. Well, darn right I'm upset. Bart, watch <laughs> your language. <laughs> oh, you did. Sorry. I'm not going to let a dog die. And that's, that's it. it. Love that. I Also, they would later use, when I think it's in season five with the, the Brad Goodman episode, where they have a montage of Marge's complaints. Uh, I yeah. always thought it was cheap that they used that one of like, Bart, watch your language, because they don't keep the second part oh, of the joke. That, yeah. I thought, like, oh, that's not fair to count that as a, like, as a Lisa a how, Marge complaint how in the 138th episode spectacular in, in, in showing signs of horror being stupid they use Halloween clips like that, yeah. that's off the record sir <laughs> that's inadmissible yes. objection but one of the best scenes ever that doesn't play well <laughs> in audio Walmart, yeah. is, is Homer going to Burns' office love it yeah. I have a very sick dog yeah. and the, the, the tapping of the button is so <laughs> great but Bur- Mr. W- Burns on dogs is just like this is exactly what Harry Shearer doesn't do as the character anymore and the way Homer is dragged away by the yes. goons and it's the same goons he always uses he's like oh well thanks for your time yeah but Burns on just Burns, this Burns on performance dogs. is so good yeah what makes a man endanger his job and yes even his life by <laughs> asking me for money people like dogs Mr. Burns nonsense dogs are idiots think about it Smithers if I came into your house and started sniffing at your crotch and slobbering all over your face mm-hmm. what would you say uh, if you did it sir Exactly. You'd be fit to be tied. Dogs. <laughs> Dogs. Dogs. I think uh, later Burns would pick up on that innuendo, but this time he was just like, no, you agree yeah. with me. No, well, yeah, I get he, was, he was so ready to kill a bunch of greyhounds, too, <laughs> yeah. later on. So I'm, I'm not surprised by that, though. Homer just borrowed $5,000 from Burns. So That's it's true. Strange he, wouldn't, he couldn't lend him... Seven fifty again. God, I wonder if he paid that back. Oh, you know, yeah, in the continuity of the Simpsons, yeah. or maybe if the the Grateful Gelding gave him back some money. <laughs> nah, the, it, I, it's hard to tell. It's yeah. hard to tell. He should have got at least like a three thousand dollar refund or something. Nothing was wrapped up in a neat little package. <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons will be right back. Are you enjoying this episode? Are you a Santa's Little Helper fan? I know I am. And this is the Superior Dog episode of the third season. Is it not? Uh, well, I figured if you like dogs or have a dog, you'd also like BarkBox. BarkBox is committed to making doggies happy, and they work with local and independent businesses to achieve a, a monthly box of goodies for your little the little puppy in your life. For you humans out there, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month for the best friend in your life. And by that, I mean dogs. BarkBox is the joy of a million belly scratchers. Uh, they ship to the U.S. and Canada and start as low as $20. And and a modern delight for me is having things shipped to my door that I don't have to think about. So if you have a little puppy with this scratchity tum-tum and a cute whittle face, perhaps he'd enjoy uh, a box showing up at the house containing chews, treats, vitamins, toys, all tailored to your dog's size. If your dog has any allergies, know that everything is soy and wheat-free and BarkBox can adjust things based on what your dog likes. And of course, you're free to exchange items if anything's not jiving with your pooch. Uh, and I wanted to encourage Talking Simpsons listeners to put a wag in their pooch's step with a free month of BarkBox, which you'll get by going to getbarkbox.com slash laser time. That's a free month. Let us know what you think. Thank you, BarkBox. Back to the show. 
You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. You know, it does deserve a remake is uh, Skate Town USA, a roller disco movie that came out in like 1979, so yeah. too so late. take advantage of the roller disco craze which as it was Which pretty much dying. died. But totally like, did, yeah. This was like the expendables of like sitcom actors from like mm. late 70s, early 80s. I think we may have, like <laughs> Scott Baio shows up and Patrick Swayze in his first movie role is really good. But yeah, it really is an all-star cast. There's uh, Scott Baio, Horshack's in there, uh, Flip Wilson, Billy Barty. <laughs> A lot of dead people. Oh. All, like, all of these people who had such notoriety in the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. and the star of it is this, like, fucking Ugh. waspy just dunderhead. He looks just like the the person. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks like teenage Mark Hamill, <laughs> but, like, if you just pinched, like, on XY coordinates and just stretched him more and didn't let him actually like the age. the beginning of Mario 64? Yes. <laughs> and then had a huge He-Man mane for hair. You're supposed like, to be like, yay him, and then Patrick Swayze rolls in, and like you can hear all the women even in the audience go like, oh, ooh, man. Yeah. And it's like, even as a guy, I'm like, I would rather fuck that guy. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, that dude looks better, dances better, <laughs> better actor. Why am I rooting for this goober hero? Yeah. Like, who cares? Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcasts, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. So this episode is full of callbacks. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Like the the Bill Cosby book in the mm-hmm. fire, uh, straight from Saturdays of Thunder, mm-hmm. and then also when they have the, uh, I mean, they have a bunch of cutaways to previous dog stuff, mm-hmm. and they have the Michael Jackson Expressway is featured oh, right, in yeah. Swartzwelder oh, wow. County, and yeah. when they put up the lost dog signs, this is getting way ahead of ourselves. But when they put up the lost dog signs, it covers up Skinner's "Where uh, Have You Seen Me" thing That's from right. Bart the Murderer. I feel like they were more devoted in these early seasons to being like, we can keep track of things that happen. I, yeah. I remember them being interviewed at the time about mm-hmm. them and they were they were talking about it in regards to VCRs because they were uh-huh. learning that more people had mm-hmm. VCRs so they would hide things so people would pause and rewind and mm-hmm. and, and they they called them VCR gags in the yeah. in the article. Yeah. Well, and Burns has conquered the show at this point. Oh, like he's yeah. the, the writers are so in love with him and just mm-hmm. like could we get Burns in here again? Can we get Burns? Like <laughs> he is kind of forced into this episode. I like the resolution, but it's like it had to be Burns, I guess. You know, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, first of all, the Simpsons have to make a shitload of sacrifices awesome. to afford the operation for uh, SLH, as he's called on popular message boards. I'm afraid we're just going to have to make a few sacrifices, Homer. You're going to have to give up beer for a while. <laughs> Bart, from now on, you'll have to get your hair cut for free at Springfield Barber College. No problemo. I'm going to give up buying my weekly lottery ticket, and I found a way to stretch the food budget. Fried chicken night will now be organ meat night. Ham night will be spam night. And pork chub night will now be chub night. Chub? I don't even know what that is. I'm afraid we'll have to stop getting you those volumes of Encyclopedia Generica from the grocery store. But, Mom, next week is volume four, Copernicus through Elephantiasis. Uh, By the way, Lisa had the best... 
This is a, yeah. stuff is the most expensive. A weekly yeah. encyclopedia. Did you guys know about this whole phenomenon of encyclopedias being sold mm-hmm. through grocery stores? I, yeah, I, was, I remember seeing them. It at wasn't the being done store, at yeah. this point. I don't think it was. It wasn't at this time. My mom was buying them, and she did the Whoa. whole set. Like it was like ten bucks a week, and you get the whole wow. set. And I was like, art is imitating life. Like this is actually <laughs> happening in the outside of my town. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I just remember the Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, that nerdy jerkwad. Yeah, and I want to report you. Wikipedia, Wikipedia has completely replaced it. Uh, I also like Homer. I didn't know what chub is, but I it's looked a it thing? up. Yeah, it's a it's a fish. It's just a yeah. cheap fish, like oh. chub of mackerel. I learned that from playing like Animal Crossing and games uh, like yeah. that, where you catch chubs. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just cheap fish replacing pork with cheap I fish. I don't even know and, what that is. And uh, I think now the cheap fish would probably like be tilapia or something. Yeah, or that, just like tuna. Um, tuna feels like the cheapest you can though, get. When I was like number crunching from this, knowing how much drinking Homer does. Compared to like, okay, Bart, what, Bart gets air going, well, once a month, maybe? Yeah, that's pretty and, extravagant. It's like 10 bucks. But even then, uh, meanwhile, Marge maybe spends, what, $5 a week on a lottery ticket? $1. One she says ticket singular. And wow. meanwhile, Homer, like his drinking has, the beer has to be 90% of that. Part. I'm guessing it's probably like 100 bucks a week. I think it's week. the encyclopedias. Yeah. You think so? I thought, because I remember like, Mom, yeah, let's get an Encyclopedia Britannica. And like, it's... They don't tell you the price in the commercial because this is how much it is. And I was like, Homer, woo! Oh, that's way too much. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I don't know why I have this clip, but Kent Brockman returns to his job. Oh, oh so great. great. Yes, I'm back. Kent Brockman is not the kind of man who would leave a $500,000 a year job just because he won a lottery. Hey, I'm a journalist. <laughs> well, he's got all the money in the world. Oh, God. But there's one thing he can't buy. What's that? A dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> to retroactively get that line of the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. That's like the joke. The thing is, I think. I mean, that's a funny joke. But I think that beat makes it even better. Yeah. Just like yeah. Homer, just like hmm, he this has thing. To there are yeah. very few beats he like can't that. Say love. Because he, but the animation was not a place for beats like that or that kind yeah. of pacing. It yeah. never was until The Simpsons. But so this, so they get the surgery. They're happy mm. for a little bit, and then it starts sitting in like all the sacrifices. It's easy to say you're going to make those sacrifices, mm. but when you actually have to make them, yeah. it kind of sucks. Everyone's resentful. Uh, Lisa has to use a copy of something she found <laughs> at the bus station. I know you understand oh, me, but you're a lousy dog and I hate you. <laughs> oh, man. Not now. Can't you see I'm reading a third-rate biography of Copernicus I found at the bus station? <laughs> the dog. Uh, now, if I was Marge and knew I didn't win the lottery, like I'd have lost my mind. Like, yeah. to, I I would have been consumed by anger and of uh, just like I could have had forty thousand dollars. Did we I, miss the fact that she could have won? Her numbers were the ones yeah, that won. Her numbers okay, were yeah. the ones. She would have won like, forty thousand. Forty thousand. Still nothing to sneeze I mean, at for the Simpsons. That would have fixed I eat that shit for problems. breakfast. <laughs> I have a Patreon. I paid those that in taxes this year. I think. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. one podcast. And, and also, say, I just paid like six times that just to the IRS for a monthly bill. And I also do appreciate <laughs> that they, yourself. they made, made sure to stick in a joke here about how the lottery doesn't help schools. Like, it is such <laughs> a crock of shit when they say, and it goes to schools, but... And my understanding is that in most states where they say that, they have cut budget from other sections to go to schools, and it just replaces it. It's not like a avalanche of money to schools. Schools get nothing. We, for the price of, like, one airplane that will fight no one, we could <laughs> have... can't work in the rain. <laughs> yes. We could have more competitive schools, but who cares? And just... Uh, it was so fulfilling to see Skinner just, one like... One eraser. Yeah, one. Just him calling fight out their back. shit. Fight then, back, Skinner. And then they still aired it, the- Oh, too. Yeah, I mean, but they like, cut. They cut. Yeah. 
It's great. I love the cut. Six for five. <laughs> that is second reference to his time. This in is great. I, in a row. I, for some reason, I totally forgot that they bring Burns back. And uh, in, in, yeah, he brings Burns back because Burns got an old dog named Crippler mm. uh, who can't who can't exactly be released as efficiently as these other hounds. <gasps> What's wrong with Crippler? Oh, he's getting on, sir. He's been here since the late sixties. Oh, yes. I'll never forget the day he bagged his first hippie. That young man didn't think it was too groovy. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Okay, that's saying groovy. Conservatively yeah. speaking, that dog is 23 years old in 1992. Yes. If he best. was born in 69, yeah, I, maybe he's 22, going to hit 23 in a week. But, yeah, man. and so also, yeah, so Sam's little helper has escaped. Because he's he, escaped, he, and then Burns finds him at the pound and, and becomes uh, his hound. But it's also weird that mm-hmm. Burns went to the pound himself. Yes. Uh, and speaking of callbacks, that's another one too. Yes. Ned, when he's there, that's his uh, he's wearing his assassins because I I think at that point it's the animators caring more. They're just like, oh, he says he's got his running shoes on. Let's draw him with his yeah, old running shoes. Yeah. Filled with callbacks. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah Two specifically, the, Dog of Death in the mm-hmm. case of assassins. When the scene started, I'm like, why is he wearing the assassins? And then it's like, oh, you've got your running shoes on. Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. I was so ready to call this a piece of reused animation from that mm-hmm. episode, but no, no. no. And, and that's also yeah, when he's lost, that's where. Where you see the Michael Jackson Expressway on the map, which mm-hmm. has some little cute map jokes for SLH. And oh, wait, uh, what was the Schwarzwelder Field or whatever? Schwarzwelder it says County. Schwarzwelder County. Yeah, yeah I saw written that. by Schwarzwelder. Okay. It, John Schwarzwelder, written for that happen again? Fifty-nine episodes of show. Yeah, actually, in a previous zoom out of the counties, it mm. was shown to be that. Mm. And yeah, he's written fifty-nine episodes of show more than I think anybody still, even with. 500 something episodes I think maybe Matt Selman has a Matt beat. he's Selman's been on the catch- show for like 20 years now. I think he's catching up with him yeah. but uh, I also feel like that's like saying like <laughs> you know I don't know somebody broke the home run records when they changed the rules or something or oh, man. He's not some sort of anymore. sports <laughs> reference I need to say that but but Schwarzwelder did it when it was pure, man. Quick question for you guys. Was this the first time we actually saw Burns release the hounds? No, no, no. Thanksgiving. No, Barbara Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I just Which thought of that. is another kind of callback later when Bart can't get out. I think he was thinking like, yeah. it almost felt like he had the sense memory of, I jumped through, like he's putting his hands against the hard wall. Like, no, I jumped through a bush here. I got out. I remember. And, man, they were really like thinking about the Simpsons history with this episode. Yeah, I'm surprised. It, it's even the same cut in of the scary dog face when Bart's about to be attacked. That's right. Yeah. Like, but uh, anyway, yeah, they're training him. And meanwhile, they're looking for him. And I, I, the, there was the callback to Skinner being missing. I did also love Barney's apartment. Yes. Was like, I'm looking for my dog, too. Dude, like, do we hear, like, a wolf or something? Do. Yeah, I thought so. Ooh, it's, like, buried. Wolf. Yeah. And, oh, and oh, my God. I forgot to mention this in the previous episode. One of my one of my favorite visual gags in the last episode, Separate Vocations, is kind of called back to in this one. When Marge sees the cake destroyed and, like, bad yeah. dog and... Yeah. Then Bart shows her yeah. the series of photos of Homer yeah. tearing apart the cake. That is so fucking funny. Devouring it like a lion on the Serengeti, just yeah. leaning into it. There's like pieces flying yes. everywhere. Yeah. And so in this episode, it's the same deal of Marge looking at photos of Homer that embarrass her and just are going like, mm, uh, ooh. Like her just reacting to, but it's Homer battling Santa's little helper. I think some of them may be a little too mean. Like him kicking the dog. Yeah, kicking. I, the boxing, like the parody of the boxing kangaroo photo i like that one a lot but him just like kicking the dog across the room like that's a little too far for homer yeah and even the one picture they do pick is like just right before homer strangles like fingers coming into the fingers coming in the dog slh looking at him but homer has a change of heart he misses the dog i'm starting to think we'll never see him again that was his dish (laughs) and that was his leash 
And that's where he took a whiz on the rug. <laughs> Homer, get a hold of yourself. Even if he has passed on, there's no reason to cry. Remember, doggy heaven? Oh, Marge, <laughs> there is no such place. <clears throat> or, to put it another way, there is. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, the Clockwork Orange stuff, too. I don't think I'd see Clockwork Orange for another like oh, five no, or no, six no years. Mm. And so and I definitely didn't get There's somebody this, in though. that footage that looks like a specific character. There is. Yes. The dog being held up by its ears. Well, Bob, uh, Bob you know. It's the, Lyndon Johnson holding yeah, really? up a dog. I don't know the. the President the, Lyndon Baines Johnson. Do you know the context behind that photo? No, oh, all I know about him is that he, he loves Vietnam and had a, had a big <laughs> dick. I think, he became, uh, I think he came under fire. Oh, I guess he does. I think he came <laughs> under fire for that picture, but I guess he was like, well, the dog loves it or yeah, whatever. I mean, I can totally. I, I just took that as like. How do you know that he loves an, it? He keeps on living. He's, he's an old man, and in his generation, they treated dogs harsher or something. Yeah. It's like, it's fun. But yeah, it's just this picture of him holding a beagle up by his ears. And it's, I mean, the beagle's like feet are on the ground. It's not like he's ripping Lifting, his ears yeah. off. Crazy. But yeah, it's it's a famous photo, at least to the generation of The Simpsons. And, and speaking writers. of his dick, Chris, if you go online, you can hear a lot of great audio of him talking about his balls, right? Yeah. 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 These yeah, things sorry. are really riding up around my balls. Johnson, it's not just a clever name. Uh, that What a miserable guy. But he did sign the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, and, true. Uh, he, he did good things, too. But anyway. No um, president can be that ugly again. That's all I'm saying. I also really like the, the first-person view of SLH attacking Burns from mm. Poka Poka Poka. And his like like uh, Bruce Eye. Yeah, Boca, Boca, Boca. <laughs> yeah uh, burn. And he, he, and he he chews out Burns' his stomach yeah. of like that's what they will do. They will rip out the entrails <laughs> of a real person. I like Burns as if that was a Girl Scout. I would have been bothered by now. Bothered by now. Yeah. Oh, my, my, and I didn't grab a clip of it. Just him in his life preserving chamber. Like there's a young uh, yeah. boy. <laughs> uh, I, I like his incubation chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smithers in a Girl Scout costume. Is that another gay joke? Now it that I think about it, lightly ge- yeah. uh, gay. Joke. It's hard. It, to, like the the line between sycophant and gay is very blurry in these episodes right now. It's a feminization of him. Yeah, to be that's sure. For sure. And I think there's at least comedy they're looking for in feminizing him like that. And I also did like Bart visiting Kent Brockman's <laughs> estate and uh, te- the llama just been telling long. Good. <laughs> oh, good. Like, uh, but yeah, and a cute ending where. It hits Santa's little helper remembers at the last moment. Oh, this is Bart, and mm-hmm. and saves Bart yeah. from Bart goes door to door looking for Santa's little helper, and happens to come to Bert's store, however <laughs> far away that is from Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, it's uh, the corner of uh, Croesus and Mammon. That's right. Yeah, to, again they showed it. They they kind of dropped that running joke. And everybody they, wants to pet Santa's little helper again. Oh, oh I love that line. Let me pet him again. I've already petted him for ten minutes. I know. I want to pet him again. You can pet the cat. The cat? What's the point? <laughs> get, that, get the cat out of the way. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah, I'm tired that, of working. <laughs> that, that text over the screen line, I, uh, it was like, yeah, it's a little weak. Like someone shot a duck and a cat got sick. It's just like, yeah. oh, I get what you're trying to I do. I mean, it's a parody of no animals were harmed in the filming of this. But I like me, you guys, if you, it's Simpsons themselves have done this better. Yeah. I, I did like when Marge indicates the cat you could pet it. Even the, even Snowball is like, like yeah. Presents hey, herself like, yeah, like, like, yes, pet yeah, me. Pet me, please. And, but Snowball too gets such. It looked like shit. she was like presenting she... for something more than petting. <laughs> oh, 
Well, Al Jean and Mike Reese uh, talk on the commentaries a lot. Like we were so worried about these shows that we put in too many jokes sometimes, and mm-hmm. that that end you know thing at the end did really feel like them trying a little too hard. Like no, the episode could have just ended. You didn't yeah. need this 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 uh, you know superimposed text. Well, I noticed in this batch we just did, and especially in this episode, there were a few scenes that as a kid I was like, why they add this old this extra scene with reused animation? There were a few of those, yeah. and I think it. I now see it from a storytelling standpoint of them just saying like. The specific one I think of is they're sad about Santa's little helper. And then Bart says, well, I'm not giving up. I'm going to knock on every door I can, but it's season two footage. And I now see that they did that from a storytelling standpoint of they're going to, they seem so sad. And then they're going to cut to Bart knocking on doors and the, it doesn't naturally flow. Like it seems like they've given up. So you need a scene of Bart saying, well, I haven't given up. And that's why in this next scene, you're going to see me knocking on doors. It's not as glaring as other reused animation would be. And has been since uh, the the whole Santa's little helper. Once he escapes, like everything seems so abrupt. Yeah, because like like that's what the show's about, but it doesn't really that doesn't really get there until the last five minutes. Happens of the in like episode. minute eighteen of yeah. twenty two. <laughs> it's it's sped up a bit, but I wouldn't have cut any of that great lottery stuff to yeah. just have them sad. I mean, it feels more like a season one thing of like the dog is lost mm-hmm. instead of season three feels like let's make fun of the lottery and people's mania over it. But above all, we all agree it's better than Dog of Death. Which yes, I yeah, think totally. we voted our least no, favorite. Mean, of Bart's Dog gets an F. Oh, sorry, Bart's. yeah. Dog of Death is better than Bart's Dog gets an F. Yes, sorry. Bart's yeah. Dog gets an F. Yeah. Fuck Tracy Ullman. <laughs> Every time uh, we said it on Son the Bart's... Bitch. <laughs> we, we said it so many times on the Bart's Dogs Get an F episode, like Dog of Death is better, and every time I thought of a joke, I was thinking of the Dog of Death equivalent. Yeah, it's like, where's the bad haircut? Where's the Encyclopedia Generica? Yeah. Oh, right. But uh, I think this could be the last thing as a little helper show until, like, season eight, maybe. Uh, until the Laddie one, perhaps. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I can't think of another one. Maybe oh, no, Stampy wait. counts. Uh, Stampy a little bit, yeah. yeah. Actually, no, before that, there's Two Dozen and One Dirt Greyhound. That's which, right. That's a yeah. season, season six. six yeah. So, yeah. You miss casual sense. <laughs> But we'll get to that later. So thanks so much for listening, folks. This has been Talking Simpsons. I've been your host, Bob Mackey. If you want to find me, look up me up on Twitter. I am Bob Servo. I also write for usgamer.net and somethingawful.com. You can listen to my podcast, Retronauts. It's a classic gaming podcast. It's really great. comes out every Monday. Go to retronauts.com or usgamer.net to listen to it. Please do. Everybody else, what do you do? Where can we find you? LaserTimePodcast.com. It's where this podcast and a bunch of others live, um, as well as some articles that we write on occasion somewhere a while back I did something about uh, what is it 10 things you didn't know about Roger Rabbit yeah. and no it is not a listicle with two paragraphs it is thousands of words with images you've <laughs> never seen before including things Disney doesn't want you to remember I thought I knew everything and, and my mind was blown ah thank you very I was much. ready to out it's my Chris. favorite movie and it's, <laughs> I, I can't stop learning things about it I love it um, and, and, and and if you want to hear the first season of this true. this is supported by patreon.com slash laser time and I want to say what laser time is the show that we did that's, that sort of started all this and it t- picks a singular pop culture topic and we do research we grab sound clips a lot like this uh and bobby was on one that we did about uh cartoons based off live action movies for some reason that was a huge thing that's an exciting one a much a much bigger thing in the 1990s uh and there's also our weekly exploration of things that happened 30 years ago 20 years ago and 10 years ago Mm -hmm. i'm talking of course about 30 2010 a pop culture time machine where you pick a certain week and talk about the news decades ago it was it's always a ton of fun I really enjoyed the one we just did talking about Project Echo. Really good. But I like that uh, one. and uh, also you can find me on Twitter H E N E R E Y G. I don't have an outlet to say that as much anymore, <laughs> so I gotta get it out there. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week with the beautiful Lurleen Lumpkin. See you then.
infotainment. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.